I was fortunate enough to be able to hike out to the volcano last year, and it was a two-hour hike out there, two-hour hike back. Oh my God. It was treacherous. I will say that. I consider myself a fairly fit person, not about to run any 5Ks, any, not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, this was, uh, you know, it wasn't just a flat surface. You know, there are rocks. Every time you plant your foot on the ground, you have to be looking to see where you plant your foot because if you step down on that rock the wrong way, it's going to turn your ankle and you're going to fall. You had to focus on where you're standing. And the challenge is, you know, you're taking in the scenery, you're seeing everything around you, getting closer, you're getting anxious. You know, there are other people, there are thousands of people out there with you hiking in both directions. Some people coming back that have just seen it. Now you're going opposite direction and um, it's taxing. It's, uh, it's physical. You'll be out of breath going up. And sometimes coming back, you're out of breath. The best thing about coming back, uh, the people coming back, uh, they always have this uh, smug look on their face of accomplishment. I'm doing the same thing when I'm coming back and it's an unconscious thing. You have this look of accomplishment on your face and, you know, it's misinterpreted, you know, because that person, you know, when you're going the other way, you're sweating, you know, your face is red, huffing and puffing, depending on your level of fitness. Not all of us are, uh, you know, fitness pros. It's a great time. It's a great time. You go at your own pace. Most of these hikes, you can make it. You just take as many breaks as you need to take and you will make it. If you focus and take your time, watch your step, you can make it. Part of the reason for this podcast is so you're not walking into the unknown. You know, this is this is the part where we arm you with information. So if you're thinking about going on a hike, you want to hike a specific mountain or a specific trail, there are people that have done it before. You won't be blazing a new trail. Trust me, thousands of people have done it before you. There, the, the answers are out there. You send in the questions, I'll get you the answer. All you need to do is send in your question at Iceland's Best One at gmail.com. And for YouTube and Instagram, it's just at Iceland's Best. So you know what to do on all those platforms. We'll see you there. I can't wait to read your questions on the air. Thank you for listening and let's have some fun. And remember, tell a friend that you have a friend in Iceland. Hello again, everyone. We're just piggybacking off of the previous recording. Here we go. We have activity. So we have lava flowing, and it's in the same general area as it was last year and the year before. So two years ago, uh, it was about a one-hour hike from the parking area. Last year was a two-hour hike. This year, it's going to be two-plus. I would imagine at least the two hours to get to that general area and <clears throat> I don't know exactly the, the 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 exact point but you know if you're going to go out there you know there's there are thousands of people already going and it's today's the first day so uh we last year we went on the third day and there were thousands of people out there already that had already been out there so uh when we got out there you just follow the crowd and the the path was well marked to get out there the rescue teams have made sure to mark the mark the path they even made you know a giant parking area for all to accommodate all the people that they knew were going to come out there so the rescue teams are in force. They're out there, um, you know, to, to help people out if they need help. Hopefully you'll uh, uh, dress properly if you're going out there, you know, the right type of boots, you know, with the right type of support for your ankles. Uh, you want to focus when you're going out there. Uh, there are a lot of rocks. You really want to focus where you're putting your feet when, you, when you're walking out there. Uh, so I can't stress that enough. I cannot stress that 
enough to be careful. Watch where you're putting your feet. If you're with other people, you might be, you know, you know, you could be talking and, you know, you're looking at, you know, looking around you, taking in all the scenery. You really, really have to concentrate. I'm, I can't stress that enough. So now, uh, of course, bring food, bring water. Two hours, two plus hours out there, two plus hours back. Bring water and, and bring food. You know, that is, uh, that is a, a simple mistake that a lot of people make and they don't bring food and they run out of gas out there and then you get in trouble. That's a good way to get yourself rescued is to run out of gas out there. You don't want to do that. So bring food, bring water, bring extra layers of clothing because the weather can change at any moment. You want to have rain, you want to have a good shell, you want to have a good base layer. Uh, you know, you can always peel clothing off, you know, leave room in your bag to put the stuff that you peel off into your bag so you're not carrying it or trying to tie it around your waist or around your neck or, or excuse me, around your shoulders or what have you. You don't want to be doing that. You don't, you want to be comfortable on your way out there. So you have to think these things through and, you know, talk to, if you've never been on one of these hikes before, you need to talk to somebody who's been on a hike, who's been, you know, who, who's done this before, you know, don't let it be your first time out there just winging it because you will get yourself in trouble. Now, if you, you can, you can absolutely uh, reach out to me and uh, we can do a one-on-one and talk about the ins and outs of, uh, of, of, of hiking out there for right now, you know, it just started, just started today. We're looking at, like, I'm looking at a live feed right now and you can see the lava. All right. So roof, dot is ruv dot is that is the national television station here in iceland and i am looking just on youtube so on youtube i put in ruv dot is and live stream and there's a live stream so there's a lot of smoke um, because the lava that's spreading out there is burning up the moss and the grass so it's making a whole lot of smoke last year i could see from the living room i could actually see the lava you know, that's how much it was shooting up in the air, and it was amazing. The lava is broke through the surface. So over the last couple of days, we have had, like, thousands of earthquakes. Man, just thousands of little earthquakes, ranging from, you know, one to uh, the, the, I think the strongest one was 5.1 or 5.2 on the Richter scale. And it was less than a kilometer from the surface. So... That's a really strong one. And now, and that was from where I am right now, probably the epicenter of that was probably about 30 miles away. And, you know, and I, we felt it shake in this building on the fourth floor. It was like, it was like, it's hard to explain if you've never been in an earthquake before, but it shook the entire building and you can, it's like you could hear it coming, you know, you could hear it coming and then, it, you know, it gets, you know, you hear it, you hear it, you hear it here and then it gets stronger, stronger and then, and then it's rucka, 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 and then it's over. Like I said, it was less than a kilometer from the surface and that was, you know, like 30 miles away. Could you imagine if you were right there at the epicenter of a five? That is just my God, a one. If you're, st- if you're at the epicenter of a one, it's not going to be a walk in the park it's not going to be uh a, you know a pleasant thing uh tr- i i i've never been on top of a one at epicenter of a one but i could only imagine i'm sure it would not be pleasant and i don't want to find out i really don't 
being this far away from a five, being 30 miles away from the epicenter of a five uh, was enough. It's scary enough. You know, it'll have you thinking about uh, the important things in your life when you when you uh, experience uh, an earthquake or any natural disaster for that matter. Now, like I said, there's a lot of smoke. Uh, it's in the same general area as it was uh, the last two years. So, as I said before, you know, two years ago was our hike. Last year was two hours. Uh, this year is going to be like three. So, um, <clears throat> so get your hiking boots and get on out there. And um, I'm going to try to keep you posted. I am going to make my. Uh, I'm going to try to make my way out there. Um, I, uh, I this as soon as I can. Uh, last year, I waited a few days to see exactly what happens because. Nobody knows what's going to happen. This thing could really open up and start throwing lava in the air. From what I understand, it's not the type of volcano that's going to shoot ash into the air like the one that happened uh, back in 2010. So we had a, a big volcano go up in 2010 and it shot ash you know, way up in the atmosphere and it interrupted uh, air travel. So planes that normally fly over Iceland from back and forth between North America and Europe could not fly through that ash or else it would, uh, it would down the plane. Uh, so this is not one of those type of volcanoes from, uh, what the experts are saying. They're saying that this should just be lava. When I say just lava, it is not to be taken lightly. I don't need to tell you how hot lava is, Lava is very, very hot. I was a couple of hundred feet away from the lava, and I could feel it like there was an oven right in front of me. If you have common sense, when you go out there and you just try to be safe and you focus, you will be safe. Get all the information you can get. Send me a message on Instagram. Send me an email. I'd be glad to point you in the right direction of getting you out there and back safely. If there was two of you that went out there, we'll get you back in two pieces. How's that sound? Well, we want to get you there safely. It's uh, You will see people out there, though, you know, doing the things that humans do, which could be construed as stupid. However, I'm not one to judge. Uh, just uh, like I said, you know, you're going to see people doing juvenile things like lighting cigarettes off of lava or you know, roasting hot dogs or and marshmallows and that sort of thing and getting really close to the lava. You don't want to do that, you know, because the lava, like moving lava, if it bursts open in one place and you have some more fluid lava that could just run, you're going to lose a foot. That's a good way to lose a foot in some lava. And uh, I've never seen it happen, but I know, I'm, you know what lava is capable of. Everybody does. Like, you don't need to test that. Why would you? I want you to make it out there safely. We want you to get out there safely. We want you to come back safely. And then send me a letter telling me about your trip so I can read about it here, right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening, everyone. And make sure to check out my YouTube channel at Iceland's Best for more content. Uh, I'm going to try to get some video footage on that page uh, for you to consume. And in the meantime, you know, if you like this, please rate it and make sure to tell a friend that you have a friend in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs>